Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. As though. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. Good time, Culture Nation. It is another Thursday, or we call this Wednesday night. This is your Good Time Culture Podcast. I am OG Mutt Dog, and pushing all the buttons to my right is... This is Hollywood. We're back for another week. And today's show sponsor are the makers of Graphene. Do you need a circuit board readjustment? Have you needed a little spark of electricity? Have you ever thought that you maybe you can remap yourself? Maybe a little reprogramming? Well, by the makers of graphene, all can be possible. Make sure you look it up and find out exactly what and how this can happen. Or, you know, how it can help you. Yeah, do you want to get a jump on the metaverse? Woo! Get your graphene oxide right now. That's right. And they are the sponsor of Good Time Culture Podcast, where don't forget that we are your ancient astronaut theorists we are also protecting opinion we're just two dudes talking and well hollywood here's got a little spiel he's got a oh yeah my uh welcome back to our weekly therapeutic audio journey into culture here sit back and uh, enjoy you got any uh got anything else you want to say here before i kick this off well why don't you do our mix and then we'll talk about what, what we did this week. This is where we hold them. This is where we fight. This is where they die. And the shield boys. Remember this day, man. It will be yours for all time. Such a good movie. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Get them! 
certain dates echo throughout history. The January 6th insurrection. January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. The January 6th Capitol insurrection. January 6th. January 6th. January the 6th. January 6th. Including dates that instantly remind all who have lived through them where they were and what they were doing when our democracy came under assault. These clear acts of sedition and violence and terrorism. A violent terrorist attack on the Capitol. Such an attack on our democracy. Violent attack to overthrow an election. The worst attacks in American history. If I can't have it my way, I'll burn the whole country down. Dates that occupy not only a place on our calendars, but a place in our collective memory. December 7th, 1941. September 11th, 2001, and January 6th, 2021. Newsflash, nobody gives a fuck about it. We all admit that shit was pretty dumb, but that's about it. When we saw the news, we were shocked and we were kind of tense. Like, damn. Then we forgot about it by the 10th. Nobody's walking around stressing over Jan 6. It happened and that was it. We haven't gave a damn since. It's all good when riots are kept in the hood. But now you're freaking out because this was in the neck of your woods. Now it's a big deal. Now it gets real. Now it's important to us. Not back then in 2020 when stores were boarded up. Not back then when goods were looted and folks were brutalized. Not then, but right now because it happened to the suit and ties. Huh. That shit's way above my head. We were fucking shit up all year with demonstrations that left dozens dead. But people like Nancy didn't flinch. In fact, they loved it then. People will do what they do, bitch, ain't that what you said? Yep. There's literally compilation videos of you and all your colleagues inciting this kind of crap. So it's very fascinating to watch you swallow your words. You put your own foot in your mouth and now you're forced to dial it back. Mm -hmm. It's fine when you encourage it in my town, in his town, in her town, when the whole fucking city's being burnt down. You smile as you give the green light for mobs to rob shit. But as soon as it comes close to you, then it's a problem. Got it. I don't condone what happened on that day, especially the officers that were assaulted. I would never dare. But as for all the pop. Okay, yes. That is Samson. Make sure you guys uh, subscribe to his channel on YouTube. Man. What's that? That was a mouthful. Yeah. Well, that, that um, for me, that, that little clip from the 300 movie, that goes out to every trucker out there. Honestly. That's right. Honestly, that's right. You guys are the ones who are waking up, or at least giving hope to people that you can actually stand up to this tyrannical government that we call our, you know, whatever they are. Yeah, now it's it's our turn to do that. But you see, our, our Australian brothers are getting up, getting bashed in their head. People are standing up, guys. These people, these ele- these so-called elected people, they know, they know that the people are not with them. They know. So, yeah, I want to see. Know, uh, uh, I want to see the Americans truckers do this. Well, they did it up in the state of Montana. They blocked Highway 15, the one that entered into uh, Canada. So they started blocking it right there. They they got together with the because both of them, both of those states, Montana has a, has a lot of commerce with in Canada, and now you're going to be requiring their truck drivers to show a vaccine mandate, a trying to. They, they're trying to, you know, uh, and so their truckers obviously are blocking this. They're try- it, it's just interesting. It's really cool. They've had police officers who have tried to uh, supposedly announce that they're going to arrest them, then they don't. You had even, you've heard of the city of, I think it was Alberta in Canada, where they were proposing a tax for, non, for unvaccinated. Now they repealed it. 
because they're they want to you know calm the masses. So this trucker movement is is pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there was. Uh, it reminds me of sometimes, you know. Where did I see that? The police. I gotta find it now. The police basically. The Mounties, the old classic Mounties. Told the tow truck companies to come get the trucks and start towing them away. Yeah. And the tow truck companies said they uh, they all got COVID, so they can't. <laughs> hey, that was our last week's sponsor. See? See? I'm telling you, Nation, good time, culture, podcast. We, me and Hollywood went over the numbers, and guys, 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 this thing is growing. I'm 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 all excited, dude. This is this is, this is just like a little, uh, you know. Every time we look at the at the what we call the ratings or the subscriptions or all that kind of stuff, but or downloads, dude, it's pretty interesting. It's uh, it's this thing is growing. Don't forget about our homepage where or email that we have that we will be announcing it. So stay tuned. So you can send us any anything you want, any comment, you know, good or bad. Uh, negative or positive or just silliness. You got maybe some some uh, something you want to get off your chest. We got the Germans listening to us. Thank you, brothers out there. Thank you very much, the Brazilians, homeboy. We got people from Australia. Wake up, brothers! Woo, dude. We got the people from the island, from the Philippine Islands. We got homies from Switzerland, Canada. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Everyone, wow. guys, a lot guys. Of, a lot of different places. If you haven't written down our email, once again, we will be broadcasting it out. We have about a... Dude, again, it, it excites us. This has been therapy for me and old Hollywood. We're just two blue-collar guys that have been chugging like everyone else in this world and getting beat down and, and told that it, for, any, for every... Step forward, we make. They want us to take two steps back. They don't want us to progress, guys. There's no voice for us, and nowhere, nowhere. There's no, they, they, there's no voice in in politics for the working people. Go on, truckers. Woo! What else? What? 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 Okay. What did you do this weekend? This this last week, Mister Mister Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, I didn't really do very much. I went for a hike and. That was pretty fun, but that's on the weekend. It. On what day? Saturday or Sunday? Saturday went for. Uh, was it nice? Nice little hike. Yep. Dang. Beautiful out there in Southern California, deep behind enemy lines here in Southern California. Dude, I rode out to my favorite little little uh, rock store restaurant on the on the old uh, uh, Mulholland Highway, and my goodness, bro, it was like 2018. Everybody just talking, having a good time. No mask, no nothing. Everybody, no, no one tripping on anybody about what they have, what they don't have. It was, we were there for a genuine interest of motorcycles and, and chilling and talking motorcycles. Mm. It was something, guys, it, it was a, if you got an opportunity to hang out with people, man, get out of the house. Go have some conversations, man. What else? Yeah, what uh, what kind of media did you consume this uh, this week? Any uh, good podcasts or anything? You know, I'm still on my on my Corolla kick. He's been he's been on fire like old Joe Rogan. It's a very good commentary. A lot of lot of California Central stuff about our politics here, and uh, 
Yeah, that's been my my that and a, and a couple of YouTube channels that I that I've been enjoying quite a bit. You know, the, the Forbes News Channel on the YouTube. That's another one of the ones I I, I really like the debates and the cross examinations. Our representatives representatives have been how can you say been do been uh, uh, doing yeah uh, hold them against these uh, crazy. Biden administration nomination, dude. You guys, if you're not paying attention to who these who this administration is nominating, guys, these are some crazy people who they come up to to the trials with, and you see many of our senators cross examining these uh, nominees, and they're they're not leftists; they're ultra leftists. They have one attorney. That jumped like three different states, sued. You know, she was a lawyer in for the state of California, New York. Have they started questioning them? And oh talking yeah, to them? yeah. That, that that the Forbes channel on YouTube. I believe they've been doing a better job than. Um, so they're already interviewing the Supreme they've been, Court. They've been interviewing them, wow. dude. He throw the, he he's throwing all these people out there, and thank God for these. Uh, these uh, representatives that really, you know, put them to the coal and they bring up writing. Let's, uh, that they... let's let's back it off a little bit here. Let's back a couple steps back. Well, Forbes, anyways. So he was asked to step down. There's no doubt about it, right? Who the Supreme Court guy? The um, I, that that's been kind of squashed a little bit because I think the when the conversation was brought up about uh, Colin, Colin Kamala Harris. It, they, there was a lot of speculation that that was a, what the administration was going to do to get her out of the. Do you think he was asked to step down? No. Oh, you think he's he's retiring? No. by his own volition. No. Then I think they're trying to push him. Yeah, he was he was told, or I don't, I don't to even know him. if "asked" is the right word. No. He was told that you're going to retire now. The man looks to be in health, in good health. Yeah, I just I've I haven't. Really been paying attention to Supreme Court stuff I, as I, much, but I do know I don't remember any Supreme Court justices stepping down. This is like dude, a lifetime. That old lady, type of that thing. old lady died as a Supreme Court yeah. judge. Kind remember the lady from? Um, oh yeah, yeah, Ginsburg. Yeah, yeah, she died with the robe on, guys. That's this is this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I've never heard of that happen. It's but a lot bizarre. of, uh, but then again, you got a lot of this conspiracy theorists out there. You know, I mean, like you hear about. Uh, uh, every every. Uh, anyways, I was gonna make a joke about uh, what's the name from um, New England. What's the name? Of the old co- uh, quarterback is gonna retire, and they say that was bullshit. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, no agenda has been on fire oh. the last couple episodes. That's what I've been listening to. They, who who they, do you think is more on fire, him or uh, or um, dang it, man? Um, the other guy, ah, Jimmy Dore. Dude, just, Who do you think is more on fire, Jimmy Dore or him? Or no agenda. agenda. No agenda's had a lot more valid and important information, but um, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy huh. Dore, Jimmy Dore is definitely talking about the right things. He's bringing on the right people to talk about them, and he's obviously he's pissed off. You know, you can tell, you can hear it in his voice. He's he's torqued that this is all still happening with the. Uh, with the mandates and uh, you know uh, the kind of open 
uh, one-sidedness that is going on, you know, as far as, but no agenda. They, the amount of information they pack into that show, the first, so no agenda. That, 14, that's number one for both of us, man. Yeah, fourteen twenty one episode fourteen twenty one and no agenda and episode fourteen twenty two no fourteen twenty one and fourteen twenty. Those last two, just the last two episodes. If you guys haven't, you know, subscribed and listened to those guys, and you're wanting to hear alternative perspective, I would definitely recommend those last two episodes because within one hour your mind is just, you you know, the expansion of your mind is like, what the F is going on? If we hook you with our our commentary, if you are on, you know, they'll they'll pretty much like, uh, how do I say, be a a, a second witness to what we're talking about. Because they're they're producers, and, and this is kind of what we're hoping to grow with Good Time Nation or Good Time Culture Podcast. Make sure you tell people that, this is why we proposed our we we speak about our email and eventually letters and things like that. We want to get your perspective. We want to read it on the air, especially if you have specialties, especially if you have insight. We don't have to read your name on air. We don't have to say where we got the comment from, but you could be also a contributor to the show and and, and be a consistent contributor to the show. You know, so this is a show that we really pattern Oh, it's inspired uh, uh, completely by No Agenda. One of the shows, because OBDM and other... We're going to go down the list of shows, because that's what Hollywood feels like doing today. We're going to be talking on our first no, half. That's that's what we're going to do every episode, is we're going to bring what we listened to this week on podcasts, on YouTube, and articles. We're going to try to bring you guys some recommendations so that you guys can all uh, kind of learn and expand your... Yeah. Uh, your knowledge, because obviously the mainstream media is not going to give you the information that you need. And, um, and we can't subscribe to every podcast uh, network. So that's the, also the encouragement of the email that we will be announcing in, in soon uh, to you can have maybe you have some recommendations, you know, what I mean, that we're, we're missing out on. So this would be a good opportunity for everybody to kind of grow this community. And get the word out that you know that that truth is being spoken out there. Yeah. So the higher side chats—that's uh, a podcast I really enjoy. That they—he has a lot of. Uh, it's more of an interview-based podcast where they they'll kind of bring on fringe, uh, you know, I would say experts in certain subjects that you know the media. You won't hear any of these guys anywhere else, and it's pretty interesting stuff. A lot of it, you know, you got to have kind of a, a mindset of an open mind. You can't go into it with a, you know, with a traditional mindset. You got to be kind of open minded for it. Uh, what else? You got anything else you listen to over there? Well, I also told you I'm, I'm a big uh, fire chat, fireside chat of Dragus Prager, uh, Dennis Prager. Yeah, I really liked the his last one was really speaking about the. Uh, is that Russian. YouTube or is no? It I, he has a podcast. He has a YouTube channel, but I, I enjoy the podcast a little bit more. Uh, this last week, his subject was Russian and the Ukraine, and is uh, the U.S. still the world police? And does the you know does the world really need a police? And what exactly is this? Is this really about uh, interest about Ukraine, or is it the uh, self interest about? 
pipelines. Many, many, you know, we have a president also that, uh, you know, we, we know about his, you know, his ties there to, with Ukraine and the threatening of withholding federal money aid from that country, you know. Yeah, to protect his son, yeah. right? Yeah, well, the guy who's a energy genius. Anyways, we're not allowed to talk about him. Yeah, it's uh, energy through a crack pipe, maybe. Hollywood. You know that we're not allowed to talk about that. He's He admits that he's a recovering Hollywood. addict. So Hollywood. He's got new teeth, Hollywood. too. His, his teeth all rotted out. Brother man, we talked about this. And he got brand new teeth. All right. No, Jen. No. <laughs> we got his, his ex-wife is writing a book. Remember, we talked about it last week. The old Good is Time it? Culture Podcast Nation. Make sure you just, 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 just relax, all right? Relax. And uh, another guy, I, he comes out more rarely. You know, No Agenda is a two-episode-a-week uh, show, so you get a lot of content there. Where One of my other favorite guys is CorbettReport.com. It's a podcast. I think he makes videos, too, but he had his uh, fifth annual Fake News Awards this week, which was pretty awesome, going through last year's... Um, just endless amounts of uh, quotes and articles. You know, he talked about the uh, ivermectin. Remember that uh, <laughs> hospital that was, they were saying it was overran with yeah. ivermectin people. Yeah. And um, so shooting victims couldn't get into the hospital. That was, that was a Rolling Stone article. And then they, Retracted it. Some people, they never retracted, by the way. I thought they wrote, they Fuckers. had to write another letter. I thought they retracted their story. They changed the, the headline, you know, <laughs> like the, the title. But the, yeah. the photo on the article was of a bunch of people in winter winter coats and, like, cold weather coats. But yeah. it was in the middle of, like, August or September or something <laughs> like that. And the photo turned out to be, you know, a different hospital yeah, they were called out. The, the hospital yep. called them out. Yep. The, the hospital, hospital said it was BS. called them out. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. But that's a really good uh, podcast. If uh, if you've been paying attention the last couple of years, you know, it, it really kind of refreshes your memory on a lot of these because it's just been endless amounts of fake news going on. Oh, speaking of fake news. Did you see that uh, CNN's CEO, Zucker, had to step down. What? Uh, yeah, fake news central CNN. The CEO had to oh, step down. I thought about the Facebook guy. That would be cool. Yeah, resigns over what? Like resigned after being asked about his relationship with a colleague following an investigation into. Uh, so the the best part of this whole story, if nobody was following it, was Chris Cuomo got fired from CNN. Uh, he was that last month? Suspended. No, he's he's done. They canceled. No, the they, they canceled his contract and stuff. Funny but, how they got both of them after the other guy got his Emmy, and this guy didn't he get like a, a an award too for his, his brother? Yeah, for the, both of them. Didn't Chris Cuomo, the reporter, also got an award like a peacock or whatever the heck they get? They probably give each other awards all the time. Yeah. But uh, Chris Cuomo was in court for, uh, 
I don't know what it was for. Being it was a douche? Something about, uh, it was an investigation to the former anchor, Chris Cuomo. And during that uh, court case, it came out that this Zucker guy had had a relationship with a colleague. And uh, what do you mean a relationship? He was. Uh, like they were buddies? No, it was like a colleague. Were- so he, I guess he's supposed to, um, you know, uh, he's supposed to disclose any of these relationships that he has because he's the CEO of CNN. Oh. And, uh, you know, he never did. But the funniest part is Chris Cuomo basically outed him. <laughs> so he, you know, be, you know, they got rid of Chris Cuomo because of kind of similar allegations, I think, right? Well, uh, there was well, something so, about well, sexual he, stuff. That eventually, but because they didn't want to get him out because he was basically being an earpiece inside the news about his brother and then calling his brother and telling him what they were talking about him, you know, what they were saying about him. You know, that guy was, they're both sleaze. I didn't know they're both sleaze. But they got an Emmy. And uh, another great show, if nobody, uh, if you if you have any more time in your day, which is always tough, but podcasts, that's what's great about podcasts. You can throw in some earbuds or turn it on the stereo and do your stuff. But uh, Tinfoil Hat is another good one. They've, they're uh, another interview show similar to Higher Side Chats, but it's uh, it's a little more comedic. Because uh, Sam Tripoli is hilarious, so it's uh, it's got a little more comedy to it. But they bring on some some in- interesting, kind of the similar to higher side chats, like uh, kind of fringe uh, experts and scholars in um, kind of you know information you'll never hear anywhere else. It's pretty fascinating stuff. I really enjoy his show. It's, it's a good show. Comes out a lot too. I think he's he's on like a two or three uh, show a week pattern and uh what else as far as my um information and articles i know i reference and i read through a lot of zero hedge on uh on the internet that's just a website that covers uh you know business and politics it's very much you know against the mainstream media's uh Propaganda that seems like it's continually being pumped out here. You said you were listening to Adam Carolla. He comes out with a weekly podcast too, huh? Or every uh, a no, daily podcast. He's a daily. Then he has conversations, sit down conversations with people. And um, today's agenda was really. He's been a really outspoken uh, about the problems in our own state here in California. Really, the hypocrisy of our own governor just recently being taken photos, you know, at at the Dodger Stadium with Magic Johnson and with no mask, and then comes out with anyway. So about that and 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 the crazy uh, regulations in the state, I tell you, just that people say that the reason housing is so expensive is because there's a lack of of homes and it's because people don't want to build. No, it's the regulations guys. The regu- regulations are basically taxes and, and rules and constantly just are mismanaging of a state. The constant complaining of the homeless encampments along the freeway where 
a person with, he, he's the one that comes up with the theories of the of the person with the wallet because the person with the wallet to build that in their home they have to go to the city get a permit get do this and that but no a homeless guy can just put up a shack on the side of the freeway run a power tap into a power source and run it and no problem and they can and he would bring up how the city doesn't clean up but now that the Super Bowl is being played in Los Angeles there with the Rams in a brand new stadium. Guess what all of a sudden the city of Los Angeles can do? Yeah. They have cleared the way. It's pathetic. And the road to the stadium so that you tourists, tourists that come in from wherever part of the world you want to come in from <laughs> uh, don't see it. You know, because, uh, you know, as, as our own governor said when he came to the, or he went to the city of Los Angeles, Angeles, who, who the heck? What's happening here? It looks like a third world country. It's pathetic. You could, you could literally, you could fire everybody, and the city would be just as bad. Yeah, like fire all the the leadership yeah. people. You know, obviously, you got to leave the people that are actually doing work. I'm not saying fire those people, but the, uh, you know, the politicians the councilmen the bureaucrats yeah yeah all these bureaucrats you could get rid of them in the in the city would run exactly the same as it is right now uh, in, in, possibly in, better in you know this, in this state man in, in every it's state, terrible it, it's the local government it's the local politicians the city boards the school boards city council where all these psychotic craziness is happening i mean because they're the ones who are implementing they're the ones who are, want to talk about critical race theory and things like that. It's just stupid. Yeah, look just at this stupid one. Stupid things. This, here's a good example. Um, 26-year-old transgender child molester gets two years in juvenile facility thanks to Los Angeles DA George Gasson. Gasson. A 26-year-old transgender child molester. This f- freaking guy. He even has a title. You know how long I had to work in life to get a title? Dang, freaking criminals. In 2014, 17-year-old James Tubbs grabbed a 10-year-old girl by the throat at Denny's in Palmdale, California, and sexually assaulted her in the bathroom stall. This is the guy. Um, He's now 26, and he went through a sex, sex transition since then. And the DA said, uh, said something like, where is it at? But that was a 10-year-old girl. Yeah, he was 17. No, no, read the little article. Wait, wait, huh? go, wait it says right there. Yeah. No, he goes, a judge gave a 26-year-old who molested a 10-year-old girl in 2014 uh, two years in juvenile facility. Judge hands are tied because L.A. County D.A. Gasson will not try then 17-year-old as an adult. Yeah. Wow. He was 17 and the girl and was this 10. This is one of those guys that they called a George Thurl, or Thurls or whatever his name is, uh, Soros, uh, Plantee. He's one of those D.A.s that he got elected. This is the same D.A. that ruined San Francisco. Yeah, because he moved down here. He's the same moron, and they brought him in here. It's these guys that just hop, hop, hop. It's just like, again, going back to the Forbes report, there's a lady there who she's a transgender attorney, 
And, I mean, very progressive and very dirty. She was a state attorney for California. Then she went to Minnesota. Then to New York. And then from New York, she tries to sue states like Texas, like um, Mississippi. We, you know, and you're going, these are career, I don't know what you call them. We have to hold criminals to account. Well, so are these attorneys this, this that are jumping not, state to state. These are criminals. I know, but like... Yeah, we do. Those those people need to be vetted better before they step in anywhere. But, you know, uh, if you're letting criminals out, you know, violent criminals or giving them lenient penalties for their violent criminal ways, you know, that that's just ridiculous. What, well, why Gavin, would that? Like, I don't even understand how the population Gavin, can Gavin, accept that. Gavin Newsom in the state of California has just started implementing... Getting rid of San Quentin, which is where we this state holds the people who are on death row. Now he's going to abolish and get rid of it, and he's going to put the death row inmates in together with general population. And they're going to use them and teach them trades so that they can work in the, uh, our, what do you call it, our prison uh, uh, manufacturing complex that they use this slave, modern slave slavery slavery prisoners to work for them to make products so they're now so now you've got a state our governor that's what he's doing so how long before that that these people who are on death row for doing who knows what kind of murders are then will be later on paroled so now this state doesn't hold anyone accountable and they call that Merciful. Yeah, they like, kind that. They they try to be holier than thou and tell you, look at oh, look at how much more holier I am than you guys. Look, I'm abolishing the death penalty. But what about the the poor family that suffered the death? What about the poor family that that, that suffered the whatever chaotic? <laughs> yeah, like I like I said, I I just I don't understand how and why people are accepting this cuz I, I know the last uh, election we had here i think we had 10 or 12 uh, ballot initiatives and 3 of the ballot initiatives were about felon like um more being more lenient on felons there was something about uh letting them vote something about uh, releasing certain ones for some reason and I can't remember what the other uh, ballot initiative was but out of the 9 or 10 ballot initiatives for California three of them were about convicted felons and, and giving them more like a lenient type of uh, treating and it's like treatment it's like man what and I, I want to say two of them passed which is even even I don't know if I'd even trust these uh I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't even put it up because of that chaos theory that it wasn't attorney groups putting money into these things to get them passed. Because who's going to get to? Who's going to go? Who's going to get the work? It's these freaking ambulance chasers, man. Yeah, I just I don't get it. Well, dude, when you have our whole political system, every politician in our in Washington are all lawyers. They're all ninety percent of the. I think ninety percent of our Congress is all attorneys. 
when when I was listening to uh, again go back to Ted Cruz cross examination. But why would people but vote for that, dude? When I was listening to the cross examination of of Ted Cruz and the nomination for the Supreme Court, they were both graduates from Harvard. Yeah, they're both graduate the same class. It's just. Guys, it, this is what's running our world is these lawyers and these all these companies these are part of firms. I'll answer my own question. Say it. <laughs> Since you're not going to answer I'm my question. I'm answering it. You don't that, want no, to you're, like my you're, answer. You're talking about attorneys. I'm asking why did people vote for criminal rights? It isn't. It isn't. Uh, I'm telling you, it's attorney groups. No, that, but the voting. People voted for these ballot initiatives. That wasn't attorneys. Well, because a lot attorneys of them, maybe put the ballot a lot, a lot initiatives of, a lot on of them the ballot. Are the verbiage of the of the uh, of the propositions, a lot of the verbiage. If you read it, I don't know if you ever read the the the, the circ, what do you call it, the the ballots when they uh, what do you call it when all the information of the ballots come out. Mm-hmm. They give it to you about a, a month or so before elections. Mm-hmm. You can read through them. And if you read through them, a lot of the verbiage you'll see the the progressive stuff. You, you have to read it through the beginning words because a lot of them they colorful. Really, they they paint it into that it's supposed to be a plus. Hey, we're gonna rehabilitate yeah. these people, and in reality, they're not rehabilitating them. And again, I I, I think it's it's this uh, uh, Makes- lawyer complex uh, that. It's it's a constant job for them, dude. When you got all these law schools pumping out thousands of lawyers a, a year, what are they gonna do? What, what are they, yeah. That's what they call ambulance chasers. It, dude. it makes people feel good. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I'm talking the voters. It makes them nah. feel like they're uh, they have virtue. Make them feel like they're they've, they've, they've making attempt- a difference or like giving someone a second chance or no, because they've already been. It's already been. Uh, uh, how do you say it's been put on the ballot twice I believe 2009, 2013 something like that it was put to the voters of the state of California to abolish the death uh, penalty and both times it failed so it's not the majority it's these virtue signaling uh, Pharisees that want to be holier than you they want to say that they're self-righteous you know they're self righteous that they're that them, but again that's just what they show in public. While we have a governor that tells us we have to wear a mask, he gets to go to baseball games without masks and hang out with his homie Magic Johnson. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, what what more can be can be said? You know what I mean. What what else can be said about this? So what other podcasts show you'd like to listen to? I like that liberal have hive, hive mind on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I like that guy. That's good. Every once in a while, he finds a little. Well, he had a little story about a spice company whose CEO, uh, um, I guess, sent a really bad email to all his customers, talking bad about uh, what happened in uh, Wisconsin and all the racist stuff, and started talking smack about conservatives and and Christians and just bad things. And he lost like four, not Christians, probably just conservatives and Republicans. And I guess he lost forty percent of his customers right off the bat it was a mail order spice company <laughs> yeah youtube uh memeology 101 and then liberal hive mind's good what's me what's the other one you said? salt uh memeology mm-hmm. uh salty crackers that, that great you can't get it on youtube no more you can get this is on youtube check this out 
Yeah, I thought Salty got no Salty. I get him on Rumble. Salty's on YouTube. I get him on Rumble, dude. Uh, this is uh one of these mini shoplifters. Oh, yeah, that are caught this. on video. That old lady had balls. Just you know, just wheeling out a bunch of stuff that they're not going to pay for. But uh, hey, look at how how freaking how do you say uh, leisurely he's just walking out. That's how they all do it. Yep. Yeah. And then he go gets his his bike. That's what's funny. He gets his bike, and that old you lady, dude. That? Huh? You gonna pay for that? Yeah. When? Huh? You gonna pay for it? Old lady. Uh, she rips his mask off. At least he didn't hit her. She's. Look at her. Look at that old lady, dude. Right. Get out! Get out! Take your shit and go. Fuck off. Look at this guy. No one else says anything. That old lady is the one who stopped him, grabbed that cart. Yeah, she blocked but him. You see that other guy behind him? Nothing. His hands in his pocket. Yeah, there's, uh, th- there's multiple... Uh, Man, what do you even want to call this? Grown ass men standing around watching this old lady fight this. I'm assuming homeless guy. He didn't look very homeless though. Uh, try to wheel out this free stuff, and everybody's you know. There, I'm assuming that the other guy must be like a an employee, maybe. Yeah, you know the the one well, dude with the camera. Him, yeah, yeah. And he helped her hold the cart after that. But you know, yeah, they're like this guy's. <laughs> there's this bystander. Just his hands in his pocket. Not helping at all. Nothing. Oh, Nothing. man. No and shame. She, she brought up something that not very many people bring up, too, that, you know, it's obvious to everybody, but no one talks about it, that all this shoplifting in California is is raising prices for everybody. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah, it's the same It's the same idea of, of the hospital charging those who have insurance more money for those who don't have insurance. It's the same idea. So if you're not paying... They're, the store's going to make their money somehow. Or just not carry stuff that, you know, there's now more and more things that they keep behind lock and keys. You know, it's amazing. Uh, they I, were even keeping Lysol behind lock yeah, and keys. Yeah, no, everything, you got to hit a button just to get, you know, razors now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But uh, I do like myself some Gateway Pundit. That is a... Uh, uh, Internet news site. It's a it's definitely. I'm glad that uh, right leaning, but did it's you hear? A great one. Did you hear about last week's sponsor? About their big sale they had up in Canada. You don't remember? Oh, that that the tow company. That the police out there tried to tell them to go tow trucks, and they said no because they were all positive tests. Yeah, that's that's what this. That was, was that was the Fauciism dot BS from last week, guys. I'm telling you. That product works. Go out. Do you need to get out or something? Make sure you get yourself one of those COVID positive tests from FauciBS.com. Okay? Oh, that sponsor got you. Remember yeah. last week's sponsor? Yeah, yeah. I want that sponsor to come back. So uh, that approved. The whole, they need to get out of a jam. You know, the tow company didn't want to be looked bad politically. How did they get out of this? Oh, oh, all our drivers got COVID positive tests. See, guys, it works. Anyways, 
Oh. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I try to get these sponsors back. <laughs> yeah, that's it's weird. They only sponsor for a week and then they bail. Well, you know, they got, they're they going around the the popular uh, Anchor FM app, you know, and so. Except our uh, graphene oxide sponsor, they're going to be with us for a while. This guy, I don't know, man. You know, the stock is going up. You know, the the board members of the graphene people are also on other board members. You guys, read up on it, man. It's, 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 uh, uh, it's it's uh, it's cool. What else do you? What else we got? What else do you listen to? My friend? I think that's there? uh that's pretty much it for this week. And for car shows on YouTube, I'm a car wizard guy fan. That guy's pretty cool, man. That's a YouTube. Yeah, that's car a YouTube wizard. channel. Talks about cars, different in how to repair them, fixes Porsches and Ferrari, regular cars and that, and talks about good cars. He seems to be an honest guy. And of course, old Scotty Kilmer, he's a good one for YouTube. Two two car guy channels that I really really enjoy. That's another just a little fun channel out there, a little bit outside politics. Nice. Here's a little Joe Rogan. Dude, misinformation in them. I don't like helping Joe Rogan. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID, you would be removed from social media. They would, they would ban you from certain platforms. Now, that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. Now, that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely, I get things wrong. But I try to correct them. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people that have differing opinions. Um, I'm not interested in only talking to people that uh, have one perspective. That's one of the reasons why I had Sanjay Gupta on, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who I respect very much, and I really enjoyed our conversation together. He has a different opinion than those men do. I had Dr. Dr. Michael Osterholm on at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, he is on President Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. That's good points, though, with misinformation, how, all, 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 how it's, uh, it's went back and forth, what was... Fact really, is not fact anymore. No, and what he's being accused as he's brought up is that he's brought in people on both sides of the aisle, and the only time people wanted to uh, speak against him was when he brought two other people that were against the narrative that they want their their bosses, which is the number one sponsor of the news network is who Pfizer, yeah. So it, it's. You know that this is this is the bombarding that Joe Rogan is getting. I don't believe it's from the networks. I really believe it's from the uh, pharmaceutical companies who 
You know, right now they're making record profits. The truth? Wow, winning. <laughs> Dude, Hollywood worked for an hour. Yeah, got to get that in there. An hour for that clip, guys. You guys got to understand, Good Time Nation, the love that Hollywood puts in. I like, dude, we love doing this show. I hope you guys understand that we love this show. We, we enjoy it. It's, it's uh, it, it, again, it's been yes. therapeutical for us. That's it's awesome. Fun. It's fun, man. It's fun. And, and, uh, and, it, and it, well, anyways. Yeah. Now I need this one. Sometimes I'll start a sentence and I don't even know where it's going. I yeah, just I'm just all happy. Good time, don't you? I'm just all happy, Good Time Nation. We're going to take a break. Oh, yes. And then uh, we're going to have a second half where we're going to talk some conspiracies. I got some some fringy things going on here. And I will be having a rant. I got got rants? Nice. Conspiracy, current events, and some silly articles. OG Mutta's got some things to get off his chest. Uh Oh, geez. I didn't know this. This is unscripted. But, uh, yeah, definitely uh, tell a friend about the show if you found any value in that first half. And then the second half is going to be uh, even more nonsense. So hopefully <laughs> hopefully you'll stick around for that. That's right. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Word of mouth. Download any episodes you want. Uh, I say start from the first one, the silly one, and see if you can find out where and how the theme song got put together. This is Samson. I'm going to bring him back here towards the end, and we'll be right back on the other side here. Over all the time, so don't expect us to care. I care more about the store owner that's getting beat down in front of his shop just for trying to protect his place of business. He would probably help me if he saw me on the ground dying. Y'all wouldn't do a damn thing. Shit, you'd probably say good riddance. You'd walk right over me like I was a crack, and you were trying to save your mother's back like a five year old kid. If you did acknowledge me, you'd probably nudge my body and go, Aw. Little fucker must have died of COVID. <laughs> you know it's true. Stop bluffing. All right. They do absolutely nothing that is trusting. Mm-hmm. Kamala, for you to compare this to Pearl Harbor and 9-11 is disrespectful and fucking disgusting. Mm-hmm, That's the most self-centered thing that I've ever seen. Compared to those events, it's not even worth remembering. Mm-hmm. No one that I know is even still paying attention to it. We'd all forget this shit in like a month if nobody mentioned it. Yep. And you know it too. Uh-huh. You're gonna milk this thing and squeeze it till it's bone dry and it won't drip any juice mm-hmm. while you're Stupid committees wasting money convicting people from a year ago while CNN runs continuous loops. We would rather hear you address a million other issues. We don't want to listen to you cry. Get a fucking tissue. So many things could be dealt with in a gif, but you would rather sit in front of us and smell your own shit. I refuse to show concern for a group of people that I have no respect for. I won't go there. I'm not happy about it. I'm not mad about it either. I'm just neutral on the issue. I just don't care. God lift from me the intolerable burden of my ignorance, arrogance, willful blindness, bitterness, and resentment. As I pray that others rise above the same faults and temptations. I watched Fox News release a message this week. There are terrible things afoot under the surface of our society, and the perpetrators are coming for you. 
and coming for us. And then I watched the Democrats respond in panic and anger, saying, there are terrible things afoot under the surface of our society, and the perpetrators are coming for you, coming for us. Are there terrible things afoot, bubbling under the surface? Is something coming for you and for us? Ask yourself how true that is of yourself and your own life. Have you addressed all that? Are you concerning yourself with the dust in your enemy's eyes instead of attending to the filth that obscures your own sight? Do we want accusation, suspicion, discord, derision, and hatred? Or the peace and prosperity and happiness that beckons to us at this moment like never before. Who's the enemy here? Is it the basket of deplorables? Is it the freaks and the queers? Turn up the uh, mics over here. Welcome back, everybody. Second half of show, Good Times Culture Podcast. Check one, two. Check one, two. Yes. Check it. Center stage on the mic. Check it. Anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the first half of our show. We tried to provide some value to you and our uh, recommendations for media and podcasts and articles and that kind of stuff. Please uh, leave us a message. I got uh, I got a Gmail account here. Maybe it is Good Times Podcast eight zero five at gmail dot com. You can leave a message there on the Anchor app. I think there's a button you can just click to leave us a voice message or um, type out some hate mail. I would love to read some hate mail, so send it on over. Good times podcast eight zero five at gmail dot com. Good time podcast eight zero five at gmail dot com. Please send us those messages. 
we are eagerly, eagerly waiting for them. Any, any insight? Any, any? Uh, we're just fishing out there, man. Yeah. Send the hate mail because uh, we'll say it'd be awesome. I'll read it on air because I know eh? it'd be dope. I know we're terrible, so uh, it'll be great it'll to be dope to read it. Dope. Just nonsense <laughs> in the air. That's all it is. Remember, just two dudes talking here. That's all it is. Yes. Zero. Yeah, I mean, zero rehearsal. Zero edits. Uh, as no agenda says, live to tape. And, let, and 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 forget and don't forget. There's there's always hope for all these uh, vaccine addicts out there, man. We, we we can bring them back, guys. We can bring them back, man. Just 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 man with love, with love. Okay. It's crazy. Uh, we were talking about a little bit off air that like the whole you know the work. Everybody's vaccinated, pretty much. Like majority of people are vaccinated, and yet the the COVID. The people being out with COVID is insane. I mean, it's all over the place. And that argument about oh, it's an unvaccinated. No, 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 no. We have we we've been in front of many people who are supposedly double, triple jab, are still coming to work with snipple nose, colds, coughing. You can see that they have fevers, and they're coming to work. So again, it's a. Uh, it's interesting, fellas. It's interesting. Yep, it is. You I know. got uh, got so we could do current events. I got conspiracy. Pretty much just a, this is the silly half of the show. So we'll uh, don't forget about those truckers. Those truckers. It seems that oh, yeah. they're they've been uh, stirring up the pot. You're hearing a lot of the countries in in Europe are starting to remove the mandates. You have Amsterdam. You have the UK. The, the the Netherlands you have the crazy countries that were 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 just you know you have Poland that decided that's it that's enough you have uh, what is it um, the country that uh, uh, Austria Austria of all countries remember they were arresting people making mm-hmm. people stay in their home they retracted all their restrictions England England. Yeah, it's only it's only the Scotland. Uh, yeah, it's only the territories, the British territories like Australia, New Zealand, uh, Canada, and us morons here too. You know, some states. Mm-hmm. You still got a moron here where after John Hopkins uh, uh, University Hospital came out with a a smashing article that you have to look up. Yeah, the news are people There's- are not talking about this. They're Pretty much, guys. I, I, I'm gonna miss. I'm gonna quote a, a a nurse. Okay, if this and and I'm gonna beat this horse with a this dead horse, I guess. But how, of the COVID death, how many of them? If, if if this death was as rampant as the videos that we saw from China, that people were just dying over and um and falling over in 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 the middle of the street. How many of them died at home? I mean, all the ones that I heard that died of COVID died in the hospital. There's now articles out there talking about how hospitals are being reimbursed if they list that you die of COVID. So they'll throw the kitchen sink at you. 20% extra. So how, how, how out of all the reports, how many people died of COVID at home? People are going to say, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, are the old folks home that were at that, you know, those old people that were at those old folks home, were, is that, were, did they die at home? 
I, I'm asking just that question. Every one of them went to the hospital. It's that old story. Remember, I remember listening to stories of my grandfather and how men just, they, they didn't want to go to the hospital. The theory even back then in the 50s and 60s, that the, you're going to die if you go into the hospital. At this moment, they're not allowing loved ones to enter the hospital with the patient. And what, they're, what are they preventing the, the family to do? Is making medical decisions. They're making medical decisions for the patient that's in the hospital. That person could be in a coma. That person may be not able to speak for themselves. And if they are, they don't even know what they're putting in them. They're not allowing you to go see what, what are they doing to your loved one. None of that. You know this is true. Why is it? Yeah, that's a travesty. You know, to to basically, you know, deny you that comfort of your family member. You know, it's the, similar to the masked kids. That's just about as bad, too. The only way this is going to stop is stop going to the hospital, guys. Stop going there for all the nonsense and whatever. They'll say, oh, that'd be the, take care of yourselves. Exercise, eat right, all that good stuff. And they pray. There's a pray. There's a 500 or 600 percent increase in funeral home thrombosis deaths in vaccinated young adults. They're, they're, the what is that? Remember that insurance quote? Yeah. Where they said that they have uh, an increase of they're having a record increase of uh, deaths, and they said they're not associated with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. This is something different here. This is about thrombosis. Not only that, but you have the the theory. There's there's just I don't know of funeral people that the prep the bodies after COVID and this uh, due to a, one of our sponsors that produces graphene that they're that they're pulling out these weird long. <laughs> you heard that on No Agenda. Yeah, I remember yeah. hearing that too. So. I'm just, I'm just saying, guys. Um, it's like you didn't get the vaccine; you got reprogrammed. You got, you got the scam is that it's being reprogrammed, and and it's interesting. And again, Holly and I were talking about how every person that we know who have allowed the vaccine to enter their life, accepted. and when and have accepted it into their lives. <laughs> Um, when we talk about uh, what's going on currently, like they, a baptism, they, they all have their own um, narrative, their own way of trying to deal with that. At this moment, if you put your faith in that vaccine, it's not do you don't you have the same protection as a person who hasn't. You have the same risk of containing uh, Tight, the COVID. Tighten it up, buddy. Tighten it up. All right. Uh, Hershey's uh, tells the unvaccinated employees ah, to hit the highway. Uh, yeah, let's let's stick on these uh, articles instead of. Uh, I I stopped eating Hershey's, dude, and all doing, this freaking stupid. Uh. But uh, the best part of this, you know, of course, is that the Supreme Court of the United States said that it is unconstitutional. Not to mention that part to ask your employees to be mandated to well, take actually, a they, take if a, it's vax. a private if it's a private corporation, they can ask you. It's your choice if you want to work for them. Yeah, but honestly, uh, if, if it's... They've been saying it's... louder, chocolate. They, 
Hershey's has closed down a lot of their manufacturing in Pennsylvania. They've taken a lot of their manufacturing to Mexico. They've been selling out this country for more and more. They've been trying to to lighten their tighten their, it up, buddy. Come on, their, now. no, no, no. Come they've on. Been trying to no. They've been trying to lighten tighten. their load here Concise. in this country because of the taxes or whatever things the the, the insurance policy for employees. We all know they've been trying to close down many of their manufacturing that they do in this country. This is just a, a way that they can lay off their employees, whatever amount, and not having to pay medical that's, anything. That's all, all you needed to say right there at that last little spot. Well, yeah. But there's a, Studio but, dog making an appearance. But there's also a reason why Hershey has to guts to say it, because they're not making these candies here in the United States. It's just like Carhartt. A lot of their products are made in China. Okay, let's hold on, no hold on, hold on, hold on, wow, oh, dude, dude, holy crap, man. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. I know, but let's just slow it down, buddy. Slow down. Uh, if it's constitutional, it's constitutional. If it's not constitutional, it's not constitutional. It's pretty simple. So if it's n- not constitutional, so then it's any- not constitutional. It doesn't any- matter if you're a public company or a federal company. Are there news articles about Hershey being taken to court over this? I don't know. I just, I think that's, that's a, I know what you're saying, but I think that's a ridiculous claim that did you know, Car- did, private businesses can do whatever they want because Car- that's, that's not true. There's constitutional rights that are upheld and that they're, they're always there. It doesn't matter if you're public or federal. It's pretty, so seems ha- pretty simple to me. So Hershey hasn't apologized about it. Had Carhartt come out with any apology about what they've done? Yeah, fuck Carhartt, fuck Hershey's. None, none. Because those guys like Levi's and all the other idiotic companies that supposedly are Americana has sold us out years ago. They're all about that dollar, man, and how much profit they can make on that Hershey bar. So the best part of the Hershey thing is... Uh, on the way out the door, Hershey's is asking employees to sign a nine-page confidentiality and release agreement. After your fire? Yep, that would remove their rights to sue the company or talk about their experience. Why, are they giving them a severance pay? Oh, pay? yeah, check it out. You get a special separation payment up to two months' pay uh, if you sign this agreement. Um. The payment was determined by an algorithm just to see, you know, how much, you know, people would sue him for. It says something on here about a lot, a lot of people are not signing the paperwork. Thank God. So that should be Thank interesting. God. Well, I, I, I'm thinking about if this goes through, you know what I'm doing. You already know what I'm about to do, bro. If this goes through and they win this, oh, bro. You know what I'm going to be doing. Yeah. Because I'm going to be doing the same thing. <laughs> I'm going to be doing the same. If these guys win in their lawsuit, I will be doing the same so, thing. You were talking about lawyers. Speaking of lawyers, where where are the lawyers for our rights? They're going to come out right now. I know, but where have, it's been two years. They're going to take off those uh, leashes off them, and they're about to go make... This is, this is the whole... Theory of chaos. It's got to. You know, this is I'm, the whole chaos theory. I'm thinking it's got to be something similar to the doctors 
you know, when I ask where are the doctors and all this, I bet you there's something because the doctors were basically told that if you give any exemptions or if you speak out, you're, you're going to get your credentials yanked. And I wonder if the attorneys have the same type of thing where if you represent any of these people. Dude, the reason you have pigeon toes because you didn't take the vaccine. Hmm. Isn't that what they tell you? I've heard of that one. No, everything. I know you get it, your your dick shrinks or something, right? With the vaccine? Or no? Maybe that's I that's if you get it. COVID. Oh, if I get it, yeah. Oh, remember? That's why the wife's been trying to get, make me take it. Uh, All man. right. But what it, else we got? Well, again, this uh, Russia Ukraine thing. What are they talking about? Sending soldiers down there now, <sighs> and to what to mop up the mess of. Again, that mess that uh, this president up, and his son put us in there. Do you guys know that that group that uh, uh, that was investing with Hunter Biden? Do you know Nancy Pelosi? You guys know people like a lot of people in Congress. Uh, the great Utah representative, the great Mormon. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what's the name of the... Oh, he's from Boston. Excuse me. Romney? Romney. Guys like them had money invested there, man. People from New Zealand, prime ministers of Australia. Guys, well, do, you guys don't, do you guys forget these conversations? I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, too. There's over 28 biomedical facilities in Ukraine. U.S.-sponsored, like U.S.-owned biochemical yeah, if we go to war, guys, it isn't going to be, it's, again, what George Carlin said. It ain't about soldiers and all that. It's about, you know, what those soldiers are going to be wearing. It's, 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 it's Nike. It's, it's, it's all these brands. Again, these pharmaceutical companies. This, it's all about pipelines, too. Huh? They're talking about the pipeline. So now, that, but, 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 but you know what, Hollywood? When you brought the pharmaceutical company in, I mean, is it really about the pipeline or is it the pharmaceutical yeah, I mean, and I think the pre, who, if it's like a prime minister or president of Ukraine, has openly said that we don't want your help. We don't want America's help here. We got it under control, but yet it's you know, like you were saying, it's the Americans wanting to uh, but it, but the be the police theory, of the world. But the, but the theory is too that it would take all eyes out of the Biden administration for sure. And that's, completely put it in. I think this. that's that's what we should be discussing is why, you know, Such it's got. Urgency. We know it's got nothing to do with Ukraine. Why, you know, I mean, is the economy? You know, I think there's something going on with the economy too, where maybe they need uh, they need to kind of stimulate, you know, some movement in the economy, and that's I've always heard too that, you know, not to mention political, but when they're struggling economic. Lee wise, that's what they'll usually do is do some sort of war, you know, to kind of stir it up. Yeah, just to kind of get it going. Uh, well, that was the theory right now about mm-hmm. what China's going through. They're saying they're going to, to an actual economic issue. The real reason why they're telling their people to buy is because they need. Uh, remember, they just they just transferred what two thirds of their population from the countryside to cities in recent ten years, man. And now you have an economy that they're 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 saying that they're hurting. There's the whole reason why they want Taiwan. There's a whole reason why they they're they're militarily you know making moves, supposedly. 
that's the story going on that they're they're also going through an economical an economics collapse. Yep. Yeah, there there's a giant uh, property company that's pretty much in default. I think it's one of the largest in the world. Evergrande. Another, one? Another one. That's that's the same one that's been in default for two or three months now. Evergrande. Wow. And they they keep getting you know they'll make their payment, but just like a minimum type. You know they're and I, I think they're needing a lot of help from uh, Chinese government too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there. I, that's the other thing is there's the Olympics coming in China, the Winter Olympics. What's you think that? We're gonna boycott. They're talking about it. No, I mean they. Uh, ooh, I did hear though that uh, I think like uh, what would you call that? Ambassadors and um, political people are boycotting it. You know, there's not going to be any government people over there. But the best part I saw was they told. Uh, they told all the athletes, international athletes that were coming over, that they had to get an app put on their phone, yeah, to collect uh, COVID data, right? Uh-huh. And you know, basically sign in. I think they're basically in a quarantine type situation, so they have to ping their location to make sure they're in the village and they're not yeah. going around town. And they ended up finding out that all that information is being collected, you know, by the <laughs> Chinese government and their they're listening to them, you know, like the microphones can turn on. I've, and I've heard there's Egyptian citizens, citizens that have the same thing, you know, if they're going to travel internationally. you They have that that uh, Chinese credit score, basically is what they're calling it. It's a Chinese the Egyptians? credit score. Yeah. Huh. They're running through a lot of the Middle Easterns are running through that because if they want to do business internationally, they have to get vaccinated and they got to show that. So it is basically like, yeah, it's, it's the... The social credit score. I wonder if they give you a cell phone. You're like, hey, I don't have a cell phone. And they're like, they're then they have to like give you one to just to monitor you or something. That's another thing. I, I I'm getting to the point that I don't think I even want my cell phone anymore. I know. I I'm thinking about just getting another landline. And it's there you go. I, I'll pay the landline. I don't need the cell phone. I have a computer at home. I got. I don't really need the cell phone. I don't need the phone with me all the time. I don't need to talk to everybody all the time. Yep. You know? I thought the same thing. It used to be a point when it was just enough that you had an answering machine. And if I wanted to call you, I'll call you back. You know? But now everybody's got to get a hold of you. You don't have a phone? You have a phone? No. It, it, I'm, 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 again, I'm tired of this toy already. So this comes from the Smithsonian Magazine, which I'm not really a big fan of the Smithsonian. Uh, I don't think so either. But they hide a lot of... Crap, but a lot of betas over there. Did you know that there was a uh, giant tunnel dug in the 1800s through the Sierra Nevadas? For what? Uh, instead of going over the Sierra Nevadas, what does it say? It took uh, up to five weeks to go over the Sierra Nevadas, and in the 1860s, uh, without dynamite or heavy heavy machinery. They dug a giant tunnel uh, for a railroad to go through there. I didn't realize that. It's still there. It was dug by immigrants from China, (laughs) working 24 hours a day. Um, In eight, yeah, in in 16 months. In 1867, it finally opened to train traffic. Um, 
It's pretty interesting. There you go. Cutting travel time from east to the west coast from 118 days to just six days. Wow. And it's still there, I guess. It's kind of fascinating. They took the train tracks out, but that was all dug by, like, basically by hand. Wow. It's kind of cool. Those are real engineers, man. That's up in the Tahoe uh, yeah. area up there i guess if you're probably some of those training the, the, the early train engineering man it is a if you look at the structurals you look at some of the bridges that you have the length of bridges there's one in in san diego that runs across a canyon that is so long it's just gorgeous the engineering for that to to define gravity and tunnels and it's the train engineering, man, they have a long history of some good engineering. It's called the Donner Summit Tunnels. And there's, I guess, 13, looks like 13 other tunnels that they dug. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 yeah, railroad sh- people. Shout out to Gail. Uh, she's the one that sent me this article. I thought it was kind of interesting. She's a OG listener. Oh, wow. Always sending me, um, she sent me a, a UFO. I guess there was a UFO sighting in California I don't know if I want today. To go too far with the UFO, okay? Well, I I tried I'm to cl- <laughs> I tried to click on it and it's already been removed, so uh, I, don't, I don't even know if, what's going on with that. But that's well, you funny. know that they don't want us to know about that. Hey, Hershey is hiring. I guys. saw that. There's a banner on the Smithsonian Magazine website. Hershey is hiring. Now you know why they did it. You're going to start at, those guys are getting $40 now. You're going to start at 17 okay? Yeah, they had good insurance, but you don't. Oh, bad. Sorry about the, oh, jeez, I'm tiring myself out over here. Dude. And then uh, I thought the best one, we had a audio clip. Now I'm not going to be able to find it. But uh, part of that. Uh, infrastructure bill that uh, Biden's trying to get passed right now has uh, money in it, and we've talked a little bit about it. They they're going to install uh, um, alcohol sensors in all the new cars, <laughs> and uh, the plan is this is Pete Buttigieg that yep. had this plan that the they guy has never done this anyways. Go ahead. Yeah, they want zero deaths <laughs> on the road. That's like their goal is zero deaths. Another, uh, another, uh, 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 what's the name? Um, the governor of New York, Cuomo. Uh-huh. Remember, Cuomo was not going to stop until no one died in New York. <laughs> yeah. When you make a statement like that, so stupid. So stupid, man. Yeah. And I thought this one was classic. Uh, we always talk about, well, No Agenda is the one that always talks about the 33, magic number 33. I'm not sure what this one means, but uh, the same guy that uh, reported on all the PPE equipment that was getting rained on and getting uh, wasted in San Francisco it's um it's interesting this guy is becoming kind of a uh 
a go-to for people when they encounter some sort of corruption and he's actually following up and doing decent work on it. Uh, this channel seems to be loving it. Cause yeah. Getting ratings, man. They like it. But uh, this guy deposited $33,000 into Bank of America and they're basically saying they don't have the check. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. Uh, I don't know if the clip's interesting enough to play, but... Let me hear that. The story happened at a major bank. Yeah. I, I, this viewer deposited... $33,000 I just like the number at a Bank of America in Oakland and hours later the branch shut down. His deposit never got posted and everybody kept telling him, "Sorry, there's nothing we can do." What? And I said, "You're telling me that Bank of America lost $33,000 of my money and you're telling me right here to my face there's nothing you can do." That's right, sir. It was like a bad dream, except it was real. I started to think I may Wait not a see minute. money ever. Look in the Ryan background. Lee Is that? deposited $33,000 into his account at Bank of America. Then it disappeared. Nobody said, we'll find out. Is that, um, that's not Ellen DeGeneres back there. No, was... I think that's his wife. Okay. Where the money is, we'll make good on it, we'll take care of it. There was none of that. It all began here in Brian's kitchen. My wife and I are in the midst of a big kitchen remodel. Brian had to pay the contractor and needed to transfer $33,000 from his account at Wells Fargo to his account at B of A. He brought a cashier's check straight to the teller at B of A so it would clear right away. And she said it would post that afternoon or next morning at the latest. However, when he checked his account the next day, the money was not there. He called B of A and it was not good news. This is the best the part. The woman said that there was no record of the transaction, so as far as she was concerned... No transaction happened. Check this out. Brian drove back to the bank and got another surprise. B of A had shut down that branch just hours after he had made his big deposit. And when I realized the branch that was closed and the teller that took my $33,000 cashier's check is nowhere to be found, my heart sank into Whoa. my stomach. I, I feel like I just saw a <laughs> boat leaving dock Brian went to another branch only to find the doors locked there too. So that's when I started to get very nervous. Dude, I've been wait a second. The branches are closed. (laughs) No, my 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 credit union, the office I went to, and I I bank at two different banks, and the same thing. They're one in 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 one city, and they're two different cities. And you go up to the door, and oh, this branch is closed because we don't have enough staffing. And that was the excuse on both different types of credit unions. At two different locations mm. in two different cities, they supposedly didn't have enough staffing. So, yeah, yeah. And mm. when I when I entered one of my banks, I told them about how I like this other bank, a branch, and that. Oh well, all the workers from that branch are here. I'm like, so why aren't they not over there? Okay. Weird, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's <clears throat> look, look. that's happening a lot. I noticed that. Yeah, he's got the same. He's talking into it. He's not even talking really into it. Well, that's why I keep on telling you if you don't believe me. Uh, 80 guns stolen off of Los Angeles railroad cars. I think everybody probably already heard 80 this. guns? Did you wow, hear this? Wow, no. Uh, this, the best part is the way this guy describes it, where everybody, nobody takes responsibility. You know, yeah. the, the ATF, which is the people supposed to be 
responsible for monitoring this type of stuff. They go, well, the the cops are supposed to handle it. (laughs) And then they go to the cops, and the cops say, well, the security people are supposed to handle it. That's when you know there's some shenanigans. There's some shenanigans right there. That's what I was wondering, because... Yeah, they don't want them to find out. Gavin Newsom went down there to clean up last week the the mess of boxes from thousands of packages being opened and you know he brought up the organized crime and how this is some somehow an organized crime yeah, he, situation and then you kind of try to blame all the beaners on me is that what it is I, I i think all the cellos all the gangs oh interesting yeah yeah huh. organized gangs i haven't even heard that part i'd oh I'd you just, hear a speech i oh. assumed like nah it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't that the politicians aren't doing their job it, it, or the police department or the city DA. No, 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 no. It's them gangs. I kind of assumed like homeless people. No, cause... no, no. It's organized, he says. He claims it's organized. Watch this. Uh-huh. Read, see your, this what did this guy say? Tonight's video, if there has ever been one for you to share, this might be it. Let me know what you guys think in the comments field below. But... Let's give a shout out to this guy here. Not yet. I don't know. What, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know who this guy is. All right. We'll give a shout out after. But what would you say if I told you? He's got your mic though, man. That's his problem. That 80 guns were you stolen from waiting railroad cars in California. The LAPD says, nah, we're probably not even going to figure it out. The ATF says, nah, why don't you talk to the LAPD? And then the LAPD response goes, talk to the railroad. I can't make this up. I cannot wait to show you this. Check out this entire video. This is going to blow your mind. It's linked in the description box below, and I cannot wait to hear what you guys say on this one in the comments field. Now, the sponsor for this video is ah. the Second Press. This is the formation of something amazing. That's, this is that, something that... No, no, no. They, they didn't pay for us to get sponsored. Yeah, let's skip that. Go to this. Shoot. Good time. Coach didn't get no money. Well, as you guys know, there's pretty much a gun control law for anything. If you scratch your head or throw something on the sidewalk, you're going to hit a gun control law in California. Now, what's really important is this video shows you that it fails miserably because this happened in California. This is more evidence to the fact that the most elaborate gun control schemes will not work because criminals are going to criminal. Let's get into this first clip. All right. (laughs) It speaks for itself. This is all over the tracks. Thousands of pilfered packages scattered across Los Angeles rail lines for months. Right alongside the stolen TVs and tablets, more than 80 guns. L.A. police officials revealing to NBC News this week that one crew's August haul included a cache of semi-automatic shotguns as well as pistols. LA Semi-automatic shotguns as well as pistols. Okay, so keep in mind, ultimate gun control in California. Do you think they're going to pass more universal background checks? Would that have caught this? No, because now 80 plus guns are now on the street in California, even with the tightest gun control in the entire United States, according to the number one lobbying group of gun control in the United States. This did not work. It gets even worse. Listen to what one of the agents from the ATF or retired agents says in the next clip. This is important. Violence in the city. Officials say only two of the firearms have been recovered so far. They're going to end up on the street and they're going to be used in crimes. Uh, as, an, as an absolute certainty. Scott Sweeto spent years as a special agent in charge with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. All right, so special agent in charge of the ATF says that they're for certain going to be used in crime. No kidding, because criminals are going to criminal. Uh. These guys literally raided packages on boxcars, on existing, waiting for shipment because of the backlog in Los Angeles, 
And now you're saying, oh, it's going to be used in crime. Well, of course it is. Criminals stole firearms. Again, circumventing the ultimate gun control laws of the leftist. It does not work. This next clip is going to blow your mind because... I think that's the <clears throat> the most important part to all this is that, uh, you know, you can have all these checks and background checks and waiting times and uh, all this stuff. Like, I, I have to give my, I have to bring my birth certificate down to purchase ammo and behind enemy lines in California here. It's crazy. Even though they put all these statistics in this report, they still can't connect the fact that gun control will not work. Enable the people with their rights and we will take care of it ourselves. Check this last clip out and then we're going to wrap this up. Nationwide, the ATF says firearm thefts have been trending down over the past year. But LAPD data shows shootings are up and homicides increased 54% from 2019 to last year. Damn. Even as LAPD says it recovered many more guns last year compared to 2020. Dang. When asked for comment, the I ATF referred us to LAPD and Union Pacific Railroad. Dude, 2,000 more guns they recovered last year. But I thought those people died of COVID. Not shotgun. <laughs> Wow, that's like... And it went up? It looked like normally 6,600 guns. They found 8,600 guns last year recovered. Probably out there people trying to take out COVID. Maybe they were shooting COVID and it was just um, innocent bystanders. Maybe everybody that died of COVID was just leaving their guns around. Dude. That's what it was. Okay, two things there. When asked for a comment, the ATF why goes, well, I know there's going to be guns hospital. missing, but you're going to need to talk to the LAPD and Union Pacific because that's a lost package situation. This is the same organization which is now classifying triggers and bump stocks as machine guns. Just saying. The other thing here is that they're completely negating and they missed in their report. How is it possible if theft is down, shootings are up, Gun control is static in this environment and gun seizures is up. How is it possible if you're not having more guns come in legally? Yep. It makes zero sense that that would be possible because gun control simply cannot work. The people who are advocating for gun control in California to reinforce and bring even more laws like the laws in San Jose, they are not going to do anything because criminals are literally circumventing it by walking onto a railroad, picking things out of a box and go, ooh, 80 firearms, and now they're on the street. The best laid plans will fall apart because men are putting them in place. It will not work. You cannot control everything at all. And that's what I've got for you. Oh, and also the ATF said talk to the LAPD and the Union Pacific. And all we're going to have here is Mexico. Okay, guys, in Mexico right now, dude, it's like the wild, wild west. You have gangs fighting other gangs, fighting and shooting people, innocent people because of turf, drug tests, I mean, drug turf and things like that. And you got these young men in gangs. Innocent people there do not, are Mexico for years, I don't think they've ever had, they're allowed to buy guns. They don't have gun stores over there. If you have any guns, they're illegally bought. Yeah, there shouldn't be any guns then. Yeah, and what do you, you mean? You see the craziness and the and the barbaric acts of these uh, cartels, and you hear these, and it's the same attitude that wants to bring it into this country, so that we can be victims to these people. And, and you gotta believe that some politicians 
have to be tied to these organized crimes because what is the motive? What is the motive to all this? To, to, to restrict us citizens to buying guns? It's... Ah, oh, guys. But, you know, the weather's fantastic out here. It's sunny all the time. And, and it's just difficult to imagine living somewhere else, I guess they say. Yeah, you can shoplift up to $999 worth of stuff Dude, for free. There was at one time, you didn't have to work at all. Before all this happened. Don't have to work. I had, a, I had people I know that were doing nothing. The state would give you $120 food stamps a month for you doing nothing. They've had universal income for years already, ma'am. I knew guys that would sell their $120, twenty dollar, hundred twenty dollar. Uh, uh, what do they call those? Um, EBT cards. Sometimes I'll start a sentence for a hundred bucks, man. It's uh, bullshit. I'm sorry. It's just ugh. that guy that we were just listening to was very well presented. His Langley Outdoors Academy on YouTube. I just subscribed to him. Yeah. But he was referring to San Jose passing a gun law where if you have a firearm, you're legally required to buy liability insurance for that firearm. So there you go. And uh, it's not just that because to to get the insurance, you got to have training in that firearm which probably should have anyway, but you, they're requiring, like, so it's like a step, you know, just like you were to get insurance on your house, there's all these things that you got to do to satisfy the insurance company. So you got to, uh, you got to make sure that you have a safe, like that you can lock your gun away. You got to make sure, you know, <laughs> that you, creating it's, chaos and people making money from the chaos. Well, now you have insurance companies just like the yeah, cars. They, and now the insurance companies are going to be able to go in there and regulate guns even more. Now you're going to have another unelected body that's going to affect gun they want, legislation. For sure. And they they just want to like they want to make it as difficult and they want you to get discouraged and just be like, oh, screw it. I'm not even going to do that. One of my favorite, That's favorite, favorite Monty Python scenes. There's, I brought the thing where there's a business building and you have these business people sitting down there and they created a, an alternative to gasoline to power your car and they knew they were going to be rich and they're talking about it, how they found out this whole thing. And then on the scene, you start hearing this theme from... Joss, da-da, da-da. And then you start seeing the nose of a pirate ship. And then the pirates start getting closer to the ship. And all of a sudden, you start seeing these guys in business suits with, you know, patch eyes and one-legged. And they're the lawyers and the insurance businesses coming over. And they crash into this business. And they stop this business from doing whatever they want to do. Because here comes the lawyers and the insurance to stop your business. With Same the eye patch, <clears throat> I, just, you go the pirates I think of, of that of Dan progress. <laughs> I think of that Dan Crenshaw guy uh, with the eye patch. He's dude. a piece of shit too. Anyways, dude, go put it. Play this, dude. This yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna wrap up 
once again and give our love and support and prayers to the truckers in Canada. And uh, and to say how Hollywood was asking about a podcast or anything we listen to, this gentleman. Um, oh yeah, influencers. This gentleman. Oh, that's maybe that's how what we should name it is what influence. Yeah. Who this influenced you this week? Went on Rogan and preached the word of God, if I may say something like that. Mm-hmm. You have a gentleman in front of him. This is when Rogan says that he has likes having conversations. You have a gentleman in front of him who Joe Rogan proclaims to be kind of like an atheist. Doesn't kind of believe in God. And then you have a guy like Jordan Peterson that's talking about things like that. That's having a conversation. You don't always have to agree. Yeah. Jordan. Joe Rogan didn't come out and said, I'm going to be born again. Jordan Peterson, he's he's been a warrior for a long time too. Well, not only like that, been, but a good thinker and and a man who is very articulate in how his yeah he's probably he's probably number one, you know, uh, number one independent slash kind of libertarian thinker that I can you know he's like well, he started his whole journey. Man, how long ago was it? Seven, eight years ago with, he was a professor. Remember that? And there were students that wanted him to be, wanted him to call them, in, they, in Canada, them. In Canada, they were passing a law, of yep. basically a language Pronouns. Law. Yeah, language laws. And, and he just was refusing to, that he was, you know, again, he, as he said, if, as two normal human beings, if you told me you want me to call you it, and that's your name, I'll call you it. But he didn't want to allow that the government was going to make laws to make him call you in. Yeah. Because, hello, that's not human interaction. And so that's what uh, yeah. catapulted him. But then he has a lot of interesting studies prior to that. And, and the guys in... And I think most people that are listening to this the know... The 12 books of, of... What is it? 12 books, the 12 books of life? What is it? 12 rules... His book that he wrote, mm-hmm. The Twelve Rules of Life, something like that. Interesting gentleman. Anyways, what are you gonna do? No, I was just gonna say most people know that are listening to this that uh these truckers up north, it's not anti vaccine, it's anti mandate. Anti the right to earn a living. And that's that's how we've work. always I've always taken this whole situation is that you know, if you want to get a shot, go for it, but it's the mandate part that I'm upset with and that I think is uh inhumane. And it's the do-nothing politicians, the do-nothing people, the bureaucrats, the people that are CEOs of these pharmaceutical companies that are telling us to work and giving us rules and now allowing us. Most of us, all we want to do is earn a living for our families and go home and don't bother them. On my tour, it's the end of January. I've been watching what's happening in Canada over the last 10 days, let's say, or months before that too wondering what's going on and trying to think it through. I thought I'd make a video today, a message to Premier Scott Moe and Jason Kenney and Doug Ford and leader of Her Majesty's loyal opposition, Aaron O'Toole, and ask you guys, what in the world are you waiting for? It's your moment. You've got a huge number of Canadians occupying Ottawa expressing their dismay with the suspension of our charter rights in the face of this so-called emergency. Our Prime Minister has 
literally abandoned the city, run away, as far as I can tell, citing security concerns because I think he believes his own propaganda about the nature of the people who are sitting in Ottawa and then lying about it, justifying it as a consequence of being exposed to COVID despite the fact he's double vaccinated and tested negative. You're not going to get a better opportunity. This is your moment, conservatives, in Canada. You could come out and say to the population, say to the people who are desperate to hear this, that we can have our lives return to normal and that there's still some danger, but that we've got this with competent leadership and care. We could return our lives to what they should be. We could have our country back. We could move forward into the future in a normal manner. So gentlemen, Premier Scott Moe, Jason Kenney, Doug Ford, you're good men. Aaron O'Toole, you're the leader of the opposition. Man, even the NDP leader came out and said that the truckers were essentially a bunch of white supremacists for, for all intents and purposes. The opposition, your opposition, our government is in disarray. And the people are doing everything they can to make their wants known. Guys, reassure Canadians, remove these mandates that are crippling our businesses and interfering with our private lives and stopping us from being able to travel. Seize the day. Powerful. Good time, Culture Nation. Powerful. This is Good Time Culture Podcast. Once again, we are, or at least I am very grateful for anyone who took the time to listen to our show. Make sure once again you heard the email address. We will say it one more time. It's uh, goodtimes805 at gmail.com. Yeah, nice. Good memory, buddy. All right, guys. So, uh, this has been a joy. Yep. You know that next Signing Wednesday. Signing off. Yeah, next Wednesday we'll be right back. Good Time Culture Podcast broadcasting out of the Mighty Mighty OX. I am... OG Mutt Dog. I am Hollywood. We are exposing evil and praising God. Still doing that. Don't forget to pray for us, and we'll definitely pray for you. God bless.
imagination.